As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The case grabbed international headlines. A woman's dismembered body found in leaking plastic tubs at a Lenexa storage facility. The same unit where police say her husband, toddler, and newborn slept for several nights. Justin Ray doesn't deny dismembering his wife, Jessica. From the beginning, investigators say Justin Ray told two stories about his wife's death. That Jessica took her life moments after delivering their baby, or that she died during childbirth. Prosecutors say no matter what happened inside the hotel room, Jessica didn't make it out alive, and she didn't make it out in one piece. The accusations shocked the Kansas City community. But Ray argues everything he did was to protect his family. I have my children out there that her mother, their mother just killed herself, and you guys are dead, they kidnapped my children, our children, from their father at that time. Ray's insistent that his rights were violated during his arrest and also during his time in jail. I'm not going to stop talking because I have rights too. And he hasn't stopped talking. His words just haven't been as public lately. Instead of a camera and microphone, he turned to a pencil and paper, writing to me, Fox Force Kathy Quinn, from his jail cell. This is Fox 4 Crime Files, the Justin Ray Letters. Thank you. Those are two words I didn't expect to hear from Justin Ray. He wrote them in a letter he sent to me while sitting behind bars in a Johnson County jail cell. Ray is accused of cutting up his wife's body after she delivered their sixth child. Ray told me a lot of things in a number of letters, phone calls, and a jailhouse interview. But thank you are the words that surprise me the most. They came in another letter from Ray. He mailed the letter just days after I honored his repeated requests and visited him at the jail. In the letter he writes, This is Justin Todd Ray. I just would like to say thank you for taking the time to come see me and also for taking my side of the story, the truth. Thank you so, so, so much. The thing about the letter that surprised me is it's so normal. It's something anybody could write and send to anyone else. It's a coherent letter, different from the frantic mindset I felt Ray displayed when I visited him in jail. During the hour I spent sitting in front of Ray at the jail, he didn't stop talking. He hardly paused to breathe. As he spoke, almost spewed information, he hunched over the phone. It was like he thought there were people in the room with him, listening to every word he uttered. In the note, there is no mention of the shocking crimes Ray's accused of committing. He argues the charges are all lies. During our jailhouse visit, Ray didn't have any problem telling me he cut up his wife's remains two days after she gave birth to their sixth child. Ray argues that he didn't have a choice. In his mind, his actions seemed logical. During our jailhouse visit, Ray tried to explain what happened the day his wife died. This is a timeline of what he says happened. It's what he refers to as the truth. 
He claims Jessica talked about suicide for weeks before she went into labor in October of 2017. He was working when she called to tell him she was in labor. Ray says Jessica had trouble with the delivery of their daughter. By the time he reached the motel where they were living, he claims Jessica's health had declined. Ray says he wanted Jessica to go to the hospital, but she refused. He told me that Jessica believed if she went to the ER, they would lose custody of the newborn, as well as their toddler. They'd already lost custody of their other four children while they lived in Arizona. Ray claims that Jessica lost a lot of blood during the delivery. He says at one point her head dropped and she passed out. Then he couldn't find her pulse. He says he stayed in the motel room with their body for two days, even taking a picture with his newborn on Jessica's corpse. From this point on, Ray says it was all mind over matter. He said he had to do something because after two days, Jessica's remains started smelling, even after he closed the door to the bathroom. During the interview in jail, he told me about the promise he and Jessica made concerning the ends of their lives. They wanted spiritual ceremonies at a specific location in Arizona. He said the only way he could keep that promise was to cut up his wife's body and put the remains in a plastic tote. He planned to carry that tote with him and his two children on an Amtrak train to Flagstaff. But Lenexa police arrested him before he could leave the metro. Ray says he took extreme measures to avoid suspicion when he left the motel. To make it look like a normal situation, Ray says he put on a women's wig and one of his wife's dresses. He even stuffed a pillow in the dress to make himself look more like a woman, like a woman who was pregnant. Then he just walked out of the motel with his two kids, pulling his wife's body in a cooler. Instead of the train station, Ray ended up at a storage facility in Lenexa before the Amtrak station. That's when someone called police. Officers arrived, took one look inside the container, and arrested Ray. Prosecutors charged him with abandoning a corpse and child endangerment. Ray argues these charges, he says he didn't abandon his wife's body. He had her with him the entire time, same with his children. Ray says he never let them out of his sight. He also argues that all he wants is to have his whole family together. He also posted on his YouTube channel about it, saying his family will be reunited. While in jail, Ray insisted he did not kill Jessica, and he's not charged with her death. Ray told me that he wants Jessica here because he needs her, that she needs to be here with him, that because she died, he doesn't have anyone else and he's all alone. Again, he didn't mention any of the things we talked about in the note he sent to me to thank me after I visited him in jail. But he did have more to say about our hour-long visit. The letter continues. I really wish we had more time and had better communication than that dang old video visit. Yet it was wonderful to have visitors. I have not had a visit in one year this whole time in jail. So I thank you. Also, I'm sorry for talking over you and also talking so much at a time. I just was trying to fit it all in. There is so much more and so little time. I hope I didn't make myself look like a fool and I hope I did not offend you. Either way, again, thank you both. Now, during that visit, I did ask Ray about Jessica and what his wife would think about their family. Ray says he already knows what she thinks. He says they have a metaphysical connection. That's according to Ray. He loves Jessica so much, he speaks to her every day. He says he makes sure she's watching over their kids. And Ray says she speaks back to him. He says Jessica tells him to stand strong and to make sure he doesn't give up his fight. When I asked about his children and what he wants them to know about their parents... He says he wants them to know he loves them and prays they learn the truth about their mama and dad. As Ray prepares for trial, he's filed all kinds of motions. They range in requests to dismiss the charges against him, 
to request to suppress evidence. Recently, Ray filed a motion asking the judge to not allow child pornography pictures that investigators found on his phone. Meanwhile, prosecutors want to use those pictures, as well as statements Ray made to investigators, against him. We will follow Justin Ray's trial and any other developments in his case. To listen to other episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, the Justin Ray Letters, search for them on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. I'm Kathy Quinn. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.